It's Saturday at 6. It's time for your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. Live from the Radio Nova studios in the Dublin Docklands. Hello and a very good evening to you. Hope you're all keeping well on this Saturday. And I hope you didn't get caught in that random shower like I did earlier on. You're very welcome to the show. You are backstage with me, Shanae Vorda. Coming up on this evening's show, I'll be taking a look at Pet Sounds, one of popular music's most important recordings of all time. It turned 50 this week. So I'll be commemorating this milestone with music and chats from the Beach Boys. You're going to be hearing how the Grammy Award-winning band created their magic in the studio, as well as that, the bootleg Beach Boys are going to be popping in to perform a beautiful song from the iconic 1966 album Live in the Studio. You'll also be hearing from Van and Bondi from Catfish and the Bottlemen. They performed at the Olympia Theatre on Monday night. So they'll be talking about how overwhelmed they were by their Irish welcome, talking about fanatics, getting quite fanatical, and how they're handling their escalating success. I'll also have music from a brilliant Aussie band by the name of Spookyland, plus there'll be the music news and the entertainment guide with Conor McCaffrey of The Star. So let's get started. Backstage on Radio Nova. The Beach Boys' iconic 1966 album Pet Sounds is universally hailed as one of popular music's most important recordings of all time. This Monday just gone marked the acclaimed album's 50th anniversary. The 11th studio album, 11th, can you believe, from the Beach Boys, has reigned atop countless critic and fan polls. It has maintained its timeless rank as one of popular music's most cited influences. More than 100 domestic and international publications and journalists have lauded Pet Sounds as one of the greatest albums ever recorded. It entered the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1998. Mojo magazine not only included it in their list of greatest albums of all time, but ranked it at the number one position, while Rolling Stone magazine ranked Pet Sounds at number two in their magazine's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. So I think we got to get something from this album on Radio Nova. Taken from the phenomenal, iconic and hugely influential album Pet Sounds, this is Wouldn't It Be Nice from the Beach Boys on Radio Nova.
Backstage on Radio Nova. Live room. Uh, we're the bootleg Beach Boys and this is God Only Knows. Two, three, four. I believe very soon. When yes, does that happen? Uh, 28th of this month. Next, Next Saturday. Week. <laughs> Next Saturday. <laughs> so, obviously, the Beach Boys are one of the most phenomenal, iconic mm. bands to have ever existed on this planet. And it's incredible. Pet Sounds turning 50 this year. And I know that's part of the whole celebration as well. Yeah. But what do the Beach Boys mean to you? Uh, like a lot of different things. What do the Beach Boys mean to you, boys? Happiness. 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 Yeah, I suppose you could you could sum up kind of California sunshine, the American dream in the 60s, Kennedy, all that stuff in a nutshell was kind of summed up by the soundtrack of them. Just, just the same as the, the Beatles were, you know, England was reflected by the Beatles. I suppose California and America uh, and all that sunshine. What are these guys doing? Um, yeah, that's what it means to me. It means kind of, you know, I suppose it's like a, a piece of time, a piece of history. Yeah. And what do you think it is about Pet Sounds that it continuously tops uh, music critics' polls in terms of, like, best number one album? I think it's probably the fact that um, around that time, a lot of the albums were made with um, one or two singles on it and just filled up with other 
whatever they had lying around kind of thing whereas they really thought about every song on it each one is pretty much stands up compared to the next one it's basically from start to finish there's no well I don't think anyway there's no bad songs on it each one is just a masterpiece yeah Mm -hmm. you know that's why it stands up and what is it about that particular song that you just played Gollum you know is that you thought this is it I think uh, I think the as apart from the lyrics being a very emotive, I think the the, the arrangement is, is particularly amazing. It's just it's so uh, it's so sympathetic to the lyric. It's and I mean the whole album. It's 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 very hard to pick. It's not other than a lot of people say Sloop John B shouldn't have been on there because it's kind of like a folk song in the middle of this beautiful record. But I think uh, it encapsulates. I think he, at the time he was saying he was trying to sum up the American spirit or, or the the spirit of being a teenager in, in America at that time. I think he pretty much nailed it on the head with that song alone. Yeah. You know? Even with regards to that song, I think it's quite mature. Yeah. As regards to lyrics. Because yeah. there's not many people can equate the fact of being in love with somebody that you mightn't always love them. Exactly, so yeah, yeah. The opening line of it, I yeah. may not always love you, but mm. it's, it's quite honest in that way, which yeah. is... Yeah. Not very teenage. And as well yeah. as that, there was controversy in using God in the title, I believe, for a pop song. It was oh, really? Was it? I think it was the first time God was. Uh, God there, was lot, there was a lot of trouble about that. Yeah, God's lawyers were on to it. <laughs> <laughs> God's lawyers. And that's what uh, Simon Neal from Biffy Clara has tattooed on his oh, chest. Oh, really? Does he? Yeah, he's got God on your nose. Is it here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a God on your nose tattooed on him. It's a great but, um, man. Yeah, great man, uh, great band for Beach Boys. Well, guys, thanks so much for popping in. Thank you. Our Thank pleasure. You so thanks much. For yeah, us. thanks. And good luck. So, the gig next Saturday at the Olympia Theatre. Yes. Be there, be square. Yes. And what kind of, so it's kind of a whole catalogue, back catalogue of their work? Well, we're doing a fairly healthy heap of uh, Pet Sounds. We're kind of nearly almost doing the whole album, but, you know, we don't want to be too self indulgent. But we're doing a lot of the hits, obviously, and then a lot of the cult favourites as well, a lot of the fan favourites, stuff off Smile. And, with a brass section in with us and, and dancers as well. And yes. dancers? Even yeah. dancers. Can I come join, can I? Yes. Trapeze artists, you name it. I should, oh God, I should have said nothing. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Beach Boys, thanks for popping in. Thank Bye. you. I'm back to the Beach Boys now. Thanks guys for popping in. Um, when the Beach Boys got back together for their 50th anniversary tour, this is what they had to say on performing the songs again. I think there's a lot of fans out there that like it, and plus we like singing those songs. Please let me wonder, Kiss Me Baby, different songs that are less well-known. They're not the number one record like Help Me Rhonda was or a big hit like Surfing USA, Good Vibrations, or Kokomo, but they're really special in that they have unique harmonies and, and, and they're really interesting to do for, for subjectively for us. Well, and it, gives, it gives Brian Wilson a a shot of singing some leads for everybody which you haven't heard for a long long time and it sounds really good it feels mellow it really does <laughs> it's like
backstage on Radio Nova. to bring you up to date on the latest in music news is Gareth O'Connor of Radio Nova. Hey Gareth, how's it going? Hi Jeanette, how are you? Good. I'm grand, but well not really. It's it's not it's not been a really good week. I'm really surprised about another passing this year. Yes, sad news. Um, John Berry, who's a founding member of the Beastie Boys, has passed away. He died on Thursday morning at a hospice in Massachusetts at the age of just 52. Now his dad confirmed the death to Rolling Stone magazine and said his son had suffered from frontal lobe dementia, which had worsened during uh, the past few months. Now Berry served as a guitarist in the group from 1981 to 1982. He played on their first seven-inch single, which was released in July 82. And he was also credited with giving the Beastie Boys that great name, the band mm. name. Yeah. Um, he did a lead though shortly afterwards around the 1982 period uh, and he played in a number of other bands including even worse Big Fat Love Highway Stars and Bourbon Deluxe so uh, R.I.P. John Berry That's really really sad and we only lost Adam MCA Yauch just a few years ago from throat cancer Yeah, that's 
Um, and as I was saying earlier, one of my biggest highlights live and for festivals was seeing Beastie Boys at Electric Picnic. An incredible band, so amazing to envisage live. So, um, oh, RIP, it's so, so sad. Um, now, in terms of exciting Britpop news, possible reunion, maybe, maybe? Yeah, another one, maybe. Uh, Liam Gallagher hinting he may return to music. He's posted a series of cryptic Twitter messages this week. Now, recently, tabloids, of course, were saying that uh, the former Oasis frontman had retired from music. He later denied this. And now he's tweeted a couple of tweets. One says, lots of exciting things happening. Time to get back in the ring. Give us a call. Rover, capital letters. I wonder who that could be. Would that be no, maybe? I don't know. Another simply <laughs> says, Groove is in the art. Uh, now, <laughs> the music magazines have contacted his press people for comment, but uh, Liam's not talking at the moment. So we'll see. Mm, watch this He's teasing face. us. He is. Well, well, after the Stone Roses getting back together, and that was something that a lot of people swore would never happen, and the band said for years, so... You never know. Um, this is, I'm really actually annoyed about this, as is Johnny Lydon, and rightfully so. Yeah, Johnny Lydon, uh, Johnny Rotten, of course, of the Sex Pistols, has criticised John Corey, the son of the Sex Pistols manager Malcolm McLaren and designer Vivian Westwood. And he's going to hold a ceremonial burning of punk memorabilia in Camden. And he's, he says he's going to torch his own personal collection, which is worth more than five million pounds sterling. So uh, that's what, about seven or eight million euro. Um, now, what he's upset about is this punk London event which uh, he's saying is backed by the establishment in the UK. It's been backed by the Queen, who, of course, the Sex Pistols sang famously, God Save the Queen. Uh, and she's given this event her official blessing and official <laughs> institutions have also backed the event. Uh, so the original punks aren't happy about this. Uh, so they're staging their protest. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know? But Come on, it's punk. <laughs> it's rock and roll. <laughs> Yeah, but why would the Queen back something to do with punk? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But five million words of punk memorabilia. What well, is so he says. They, they say they're going to do it um, in November. Uh, of course, for, November is the 40th anniversary of the release of Anarchy in the UK. Well, now, on that lovely news, <laughs> I shall bid you adieu. Gareth O'Connor of Nova, thank you very much for popping in and bringing us up to date on all the exciting and sad music news. No props. And now to talk about the new music coming up over Radio Nova over the next while is uh, Double G in the house. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Red Hot Chili Peppers. They've got a new album, first album in five years. It's out in June. It's called The Getaway. Um, Anthony Kiedis been in hospital during the week and all that. I saw that, yeah. Not quite sure what's happening with the tour because they are due to play here, aren't they? Yeah, they're playing the Tenants Vital Festival up north on August the 19th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's the first new album in five years. Danger Mouse producing. Here's Dark Necessities. There's a real nice kind of disco groove to this one, actually. Yeah, isn't and it? it's kind of summery as well. And uh, you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This is their biggest market per head. They sell more records per head in this country than any other market. Are you the world. serious? Yes, massive. Ireland loves Chili Peppers. Ireland loves a lot of bands. Yeah. The last Shadow Puppets are playing three nights here in a row in the Olympia Theatre. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it anywhere else. Nowhere else. Exactly. And Kings of Leon have always cited Irish people yeah. as the or fans as the one who really helped fund their, their lifestyle. Ah, sure, a great little country. Ah, we're great altogether. Will we listen to the hook from the song now? Oh, go on. Chili Peppers. Dark it's nice. Yeah, I have to Necessary say, for the summer, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. To be honest, I'm more a fan of the earlier Red Hot Chili Peppers stuff, mm-hmm. the likes of um, Butcher, Sex, Magic. One Hot Minute, I actually love that album. Mm-hmm. 
Love Roller Coaster all those years ago it just reminds me of 90, if you remember the 90s Beavis and Butthead Beavis and Butthead oh yeah late night television yeah, absolutely. essential viewing kebabs <laughs> and the rest you don't want to talk about it no. <laughs> I can tell me off Mike <laughs> Craig Cochran thank you so much cheers bye Backstage on Radio Nova. Yet to come on backstage this evening, I'll be chatting to Van and Bondi from Catfish and the Bottlemen. Up next, I have new music for you in the form of a great Aussie band by the name of Spookyland. This is Radio Nova.